Welcome to Ignite Your Confidence for women in leadership who want to speak up and stand out. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Here you'll get all of the tips and tools that you need to stand out with unshakable confidence. Let's jump in to today's episode. I always like to talk about things that have happened recently that are hot off the press, and this one is hot off the press. Have you ever felt misunderstood? And I am certain that you have at some point in your life. But every time it happens, I don't know about you, but it, it I, I'm grateful it hasn't happened that many times. But this idea where somebody completely misunderstood what either your intention was or you really go back to, okay, this somehow did not land the way that I had expected it to or something that you did out of the goodness of your heart, which is what happened to me recently. It, it's amazing how things can be misconstrued, misinterpreted, and also we make assumptions that we then quickly lead to conclusions and create evidence as such to support what we think. And sometimes we're so busy that we short circuit that assumption, make a conclusion, and then move on. That is what happened to me recently. So I have three tips for you of what to do when you are feeling misunderstood. Now, I'm sure some of you are wondering, okay, well, what happened? What's the scenario? But the truth is it, it doesn't really matter. I feel like the more details that I share, the more of the specific occurrence anyway, the more it won't really be of much use. And I will probably just get frustrated actually talking about this in this episode. But it has reminded me that there are specific things that are go-to for me when and if that happens. And for example, let's imagine that you have been falsely accused of something that you feel confident that you didn't do. And a lot of times there's this whole intent versus impact. Perhaps the way that you intended it to come across is not how it came across is not how it landed. And this is why I love that question. How did that land for you? When you have the luxury to be able to talk to people in the moment, that is a beautiful question because you can find out right there. You get their feedback. But that's a bonus for you. The tips that I have are number one. I have three tips. The first one is to respond versus react. And full disclosure, folks, I am working on this in my life right now. I tend to react because I want to be quick to tell people, well, this is what I did. This is why I did it. And sometimes we need to slow our rolls. <laughs> I tell myself that a lot. Slow your roll and take a moment to process. Think about this and what you can do is to first seriously take a breath. Something happens, you feel misunderstood in that moment, take a breath. And give yourself some time to think about it. Perhaps even journal about it. Journal about how you're feeling. The feelings part is important. And there's a time and a place to look at it objectively. And in fact, that is tip number two. But the first thing, get those feelings out, perhaps vent to someone that you know and trust well, where you, that, that can truly contain your emotions. And 
feel free to write down everything that you want to write. Sometimes you could even write a letter that you never end up sending, perhaps. There's a variety of places that we get misunderstood in life, whether it is in work or at home or in the volunteer work that we do, community, who knows, so many different places. And that's why this idea of intention versus impact is so important because think about all the times that you intended something to go a certain way and it didn't, and it was misinterpreted, misconstrued, and therefore you may have been misunderstood. So remember to take that breath, think about this, how you respond versus reacting is a direct reflection of your character. And I am saying that to myself right now as well, that oftentimes we don't think about it because we're so quick to want to prove ourselves. And that is exactly how I feel sometimes, but we've got to stop. And as I have coached other clients to do, stop, pause, breathe. Then at least that gives you some time to think. So you don't spout up the mouth or send off a, an email with a million details as to why you're justifying yourself. And I also come to you in a place of love around this because I get it. I am very focused on things being just, things being fair, and that there is equity. And when that doesn't happen, it really bothers me, whether it happens to me or somebody else that didn't deserve that to happen. But sometimes these things happen anyway. All right. That's number one, respond versus react. Number two, look at it objectively. And a tool to be able to do this is to write down on a piece of paper with two columns, on one side put facts, on the other side put interpretations. You could also put assumptions and interpretations because this is something that happens so fast. And in fact, it could have happened on your side too. In the case that happened recently for me, there was essentially... I don't even know this. And isn't that funny as I'm telling you this? I'm assuming that there was one person that was unhappy with something that happened in a, a group environment. And therefore they said something that one person to who, you know, the other person. Anyway, this is getting convoluted. But the point I want to make is you've got to make sure that you have the facts also. So you don't go back and say, well, what did this person say? And that person say, the idea here is to be solutions focused. When you look at it objectively and you can look at the facts, you, you can definitely be able to see all sides of it. And that can help you have much better perspective because if we just have a singular perspective, we're not going to be very productive, efficient, or essentially get the best results because this is why diversity is so important. Equity, inclusion, we've got to make sure that we are considering all sides of things. Now, I totally get the emotion that can come behind this. Believe me, I get that. And it's really important to take that step back and say, okay, let's, let's look at this objectively. And I'd also encourage you to think about it from the other person or other party's sides. Maybe there's more than one person that's involved in this. What are all of the different perspectives that could potentially exist? And that could be a really cool exercise to also help you to potentially relax a little bit about your position 
and say, oh, wow, I can totally see how this person might've thought that. So those are some suggestions for, for the looking at it objectively. And the other thing that I would say when you do end up responding, when you do either have a conversation, which I would expect that that would be what I'd recommend rather than an email, but either way to come from a place of humility, help me understand what happened here. Help me understand how I wronged you or how this got misconstrued and, and to be really honest with your feelings and, and be careful about saying things like, you misunderstood. You don't want to say that. You want to say those I statements such as I feel misunderstood. I feel wrongly accused. I feel dismissed. When you have those words where you're owning the feelings, nobody can take that away from you. But when we say things like you this, you that, that puts people on the defensive and definitely is not going to be a fruitful conversation. So keep those things in mind, looking at it objectively. The third is to own your part. You got to be willing to own it. This is where that humility comes in again. You got to just say, wow, could you even imagine the possibility that somehow it was misconstrued? I can't, I don't want to believe, and I truly don't believe that people wake up every morning and say, wow, I really hope to make somebody mad today. I really hope that somebody feels misunderstood by me today. That is in general, not how people operate. We're all just trying to do our best. So if you can also assume best intent, that will be a great thing that will carry you quite far. And what I mean by owning your part is being able to look at yourself and say, okay, let me think about this for a moment. What could I have done differently? Or maybe it wasn't that you actually did the thing that you might be accused of, but there might be some gray area. And again, it I hate to say it, but you know this too. It's about perception and that is the person's reality for better or worse. That is really key to keep in mind. How did this play out? How can you look at your part and say, is it possible that I could see from the other person's perspective why they either jumped to this conclusion or why they felt this way? The other thing that you can do is gently invite someone as you're owning your part to really come from a place of, hey, I, I want to resolve this. Think about the relationship. That's really what's important here. It, it's like, uh, I don't know, one of these people like Dr. Phil or somebody said, do you want, oh no, it was Henry Cloud. Dr. Henry Cloud, do you want to be right? Or do you want the relationship? And that is a valid question. There might be times where you do want to be right. You don't want the relationship, but I would, I would advise you to focus more on the relationship because the also, the other thing is it is a small world. You don't want to burn any bridges really important to focus on serving, doing your best and assuming best intent as well. Really focusing on what is it here that I need to look at? Is there something that I need to own? And how can I have the conversation with that person potentially? Words like help me understand. My intention is to have a great relationship with you. And I feel like this tarnished it. Can we talk about that? Let's get this out in the open. And a big part of resolving conflict is simply to get it out there. 
talk about the elephant in the room, even to say out loud, I feel really awkward having this conversation or this feels really uncomfortable for me. And I wanted to tell you that when you come from a place of vulnerability, you're also going to help have much better connection because when you're vulnerable, people are going to be much more apt to be vulnerable back to open up to you. So those are my tips around when you're feeling misunderstood. Let's recap. Respond versus react. Two, look at it objectively. And three, own your part. That will help you to go into a conversation so that you can respond in a way that really does serve the situation, serves the relationship, and will make you an even better communicator. And I'm guessing they're going to also respect you even more because you you came with humility, vulnerability, and you were solution focused. So another question here to throw in at the end is always asking, what can I do? That moves the conversation toward a solution versus getting stuck in conversations where we're thinking we're venting or we're complaining or we're negative. I do understand that there is a time and a place to vent and grieve, but you've got to then move on to figure out what do we need to do to solve this problem and then be able to move on in general in your life because you don't want these things to hold on to you, hold you captive, hold you prisoner, and you have control over that. You have control over your mind. So you've got your mind believes whatever you tell it. So feed it positivity and possibility. Those are my extra bonus tips here at the end as we wrap up this episode. But I want to invite you to know that I am always available if you have a question, if you want to reach out. And if you know of anybody that is looking for a conference speaker, I would love to talk with them. I speak on any of the things that you've heard me talk about in this podcast. And my favorite is all around communication so that we can be more confident in how we come across. And that's a wrap of another episode of Ignite Your Confidence. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Thank you so much for listening. If you love today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps other people find the podcast faster, and it certainly helps me. If you're interested in more tips and tools around confidence, please join me over in my Facebook group called Ignite Your Confidence with Karen Laus. Remember, you too can stand out with unshakable confidence. <laughs>